yelling for Amy and Tammy while I'm trying <laughs> oh to watch. Oh my god, Kyle was wanting Amy and Tammy back on. Yes, I put on my six hundred pound life, and <laughs> of course we ordered pizza tonight. Go figure, which. I don't do very often. So I'm eating pizza with my daughter who eats super healthy normally. Yeah, she and does. She totally yeah, does. She's yelling for Amy and Tammy. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. I love it when she she knows the names of the people like Cody and Robin and Amy. I know. <laughs> oh, poor Kaya. She's going to be in therapy many years from now. My mom did a podcast. And now I've had, I was subjected to all kinds of different reality shows, all kinds of different reality shows. That is one way of um, putting it, Mm -hmm. Um, kinds of reality shows. It's okay. For every reality show we watch, we do something educational. So balances are out. Yeah, I like to think that, you know, at least putting out like the Unsolved Mysteries episodes or something, you know, we at least can try to do some good in the world because, you know, our all tens of listeners of our, that we have <laughs> <laughs> that can um, can uh, solve these mysteries. No, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, one of my friends from college, I actually sent her a link to the podcast tonight. Oh, yeah, I I was she's pregnant. I was texting her and I was like, I got to go. I'm doing a pot, you know, recording the podcast. I sent her a link to listen and review it. And she's like, I like this. I like this. uh, You know, I like reality TV. I like crime stuff. And I was like, awesome. Great. Good. She's a pharmacist, so she can maybe tell us if we ever need any drug information, you know? (laughs) Give us drug information. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Blair. (laughs) Hey, Blair. How are you? (laughs) Thanks for listening. Right. Um, Okay, so while we're waiting for Hannah Kawa to jump on, she's coming. Um, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. Have Mm -hmm. you watched any of it yet? I have not. Okay. Because I was watching part of the episode, and it was one that I remember. It was the one that I sent you. It was one about in England, and there was a lot of stuff that on it that I remember that was very problematic, right? Because like the 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 guys do these things, this thing called grabbing, which they literally grab these girls that they have a crush on, right? Like grab them where, like their arms? Like, they just put their hands. They on grab them? them and pull them to kiss them. So, so oh. they're basically sexually assaulting them, but it's totally cool in their world. Like this is something that the guys do and it's da, 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 right? Like, oh, and then she ends up dating him. She's going to marry the guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so like, I don't know how we would cover it. Cause you can't really like, it's not really a recap type show like that lends itself well to a recap, but like we could talk about, like you know you got this guy you know i don't know i don't know what angle we would take but people are like oh yeah i love you know like watching the shows i don't know what angles we could take on it but um if you guys have ideas let us know um but it's like okay like this is what's happening but it's also like there are things that are really problematic about um 
you know, the 13, 14 year olds, you know, I don't think they're getting married, but like you do have 16 year olds getting married, you know, that's weird. But I people yeah. like that. I mean, they don't like 16 year olds getting married, but they like no. the dramatization of. Right. Uh, right. You know? So it's like, how would we cover it? Like, do we recap it? Do you just talk about it? Like, how do you recap a show like that? That's so visual and so much of it is like them being crazy. How do you cover that on a podcast what would you guys want to hear about like about it yeah you know i guess is what we would have to figure out mm -hmm. um and I mean, that I'm was down. okay so that episode was one of the like original ones and it's from way back in it's from england and um you know it's really it's <laughs> it's old and stuff so i mean God, when I watch stuff from like the 90s, I'm like horrified at what we did thought was okay. Like, oh, that's just totally normal and okay. And da, 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 da. and yeah. um, you know, which when when you look at it now through the lens of what we know now, like that's sexual assault. Like, why did mm -hmm. I think that was okay to like that's how guys are gonna like me? Like, we, you know, mm -hmm. um so so looking at that some of the 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 gypsy stuff with like the lens that we have now versus when it was filmed um you know like it, yeah there's stuff that's going to be problematic so wait did the did the show come out in england first yeah. and then it came it was to my big US. it was my big fat gypsy wedding and then they started they did it in the united states and that was my big fat american gypsy wedding i see okay cuz i've seen episodes here and there of the american show yeah. but i've never watched it well i sent you the episode of the english one so that you could see like the where it came from right and okay. then like then i'll find like the the trashy west virginia maryland ones mm -hmm. and send those to you so you can see what the american version is and and it's different and um yeah it's it's different and and i think covering the american ones makes more sense uh for a lot of reasons um the least of which is that it's just it's funnier <laughs> it's funny oh i'm sure but there are things you know that are troubling about the behavior some of the behaviors which maybe that's how we i don't know we talk about it all because you know i don't know i mean there's things that are troubling about the serial killers we cover well, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> oh here's santa Carla. here she is there she is, Miss Hanakawa. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Welcome to Fat Friday. That's Sorry, right. that's really, I probably, that's probably not appropriate to call it no. that. We're laughing with them though, not at them. Yeah. So we, I called it that because we're going to cover Thousand Pound Sisters and My 600 Pound Life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, you know like the and shows. it's friday it's and it's friday that we're recording this so it's like both of those shows are specifically in the title about their weight so i called it fat friday <laughs> now, unfortunately mm -hmm. this is going to come out on a saturday but we're recording it friday night yeah so. Which well, is a lot thanks of for joining us for fat friday I mean, I got hungry. I'll be honest, watching all this. And so like I, I said earlier, sometimes. we got pizza and I feel like I eat my the worst foods possible when I watch these shows. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like a lot of people I know do that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny enough. I actually like put the food away. I'm like, nope, actually. <laughs> it's I like when you go either way. It depends. Like when you watch you orders, know? right? And you're just like, you know what? I could vacuum today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I definitely could. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Let me uh, clean out this closet over here with this, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. I was watching orders yesterday. And the one of the episodes, well, it was on. I wasn't really watching. It was just sort of on in the background. And and it was an episode where this woman got her kids taken away by CPS, like on camera, like during the episode. Oh, wow. They called CPS and got it. They, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was bad. She That was a bad one. She, was, she had so Dead much animals trauma. under everything. You probably are going to. Yeah. And they had a dog and she like, <clears throat> Dr. Becky was like, yeah, no, we're going to have to call. Um animal whatever humane society yeah. or whatever it is uh, because she's like i can't you know i can't have this is a living creature you can't mm-hmm. live like this with it right <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah um, yeah which is a shame because like she was so traumatized by like all these deaths of her like <laughs> it is early on in the episode when katrina pulled out her microphone cord usually it happens near the end <laughs> every time um <laughs> no she had she had lost like s- b- several husbands to death um and she felt responsible and she was really really traumatized and stuff so like the dog was like the last thing she just had her kids taken away and now she was the dog and oh. it was really sad but she, she felt um, like she was the problem they find their bodies in the rubble i don't know i wasn't paying that much attention <laughs> i have seen an episode where they did find dead cat like I saw that one where they behind found the couch or cats. something. Yeah. Well, I saw uh, one where they found a lot of them. Like, yeah, it oh, seems yeah. to be common in some of them where you'll find at least dead vermin or something. But it's like, oh, yeah, the mice and rats and stuff everywhere. And oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that show's so sad. There was one where she like was missing a cat and then they found it dead, deceased. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's traumatizing and it so was sad. like they they hadn't seen it in like two years or something you know i mean it was yeah. just like it had been there for dead in the couch it was just like oh like i can't i, I want to go fu- go hug my cats i know um, yeah anyway let's turn to something else more che- yeah. much more cheery <laughs> which is season four of thousand pound sisters episode four icing on the cake i want cake don't try to (laughs) swindle me because i like cake (laughs) i bought some valentine's day candy for kaya realized she couldn't eat it because it has nuts in it so i already ate like four pieces of it wait she's allergic to nuts no but you because she's two so you can't really give them nuts yet so they could they could choke yeah. oh yeah i guess there's that (laughs) i subconsciously i think knew that i just bought it for myself she's like secretly i just wanted cake Season validation, know, right? yeah. justification. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to me. I there love me some, some Valentine's Day candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're recapping at the beginning of the episode where we see Tammy hanging up on the therapist from last week. We see Chris wanting his skin removal surgery. And at the very end of the last episode, Tammy's apartment was broken into. So that's where we left off going into this episode. And now we see that... The thieves have taken pretty much everything out of Tammy's house, 
Can we just talk about the fact that this whole scene was a reenactment? Yes. That we know because Amy was actually the, we know from the news reporting of it at the time Mm -hmm. that Amy was actually the one that found the apartment or the house broken into. So having um, Amanda and Misty be there to be the ones that find it. Um, yeah, that's just total. Yeah, and then they left to go file a police report. Which, let's be honest, if you're a friend or no, family member's house, come you, right? You would call nine one one. I mean, I would. I'd be like, yeah, hey. you'd call nine one one, and the cops would come to the house. You don't go to the police department to file a missing or a, a, a theft or whatever house burglary. Maybe it's quicker <laughs> out there. Yeah, maybe it's quicker for you to go to the cops. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we do know that it's a reenactment, which. I'm not surprised. But and... yes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and then they call Amy to tell her that all of Tammy's stuff is gone. And then we see Misty and Amanda talking how they were uh, nervous to tell Tammy because they don't want it to hinder her progress in rehab. Right. She's they doing pretty well. Right. to get upset and have it set her back. Yeah. Which seems like a lot of times things go wrong in Tammy's life. She obviously goes back to her bad food eating habits and her weight gain. So, yeah. They then cut to show Amy Amy and Michael at their house a few days after Tammy's house got robbed. And we learned that Amy doesn't want to go visit Tammy in rehab because she said that Tammy would just bitch her out. And also, I mean, she's eight months pregnant, so I'm sure she didn't want to make the hike out there. Yeah. But if she already, like last episode, she made the, you know, the trek out there and stuff. And and she she sort of like bridged that, you know, she, she crossed that bridge. She, you know, okay, mm-hmm. let's, we're, we're friends again type of thing. I think she's fine. She doesn't need to go out this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's made it pretty like well known that Tammy takes out her anger on Amy mm-hmm. more so than the other siblings. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she didn't want to deal with it because Lord knows a pregnant woman dealing with emotions and <laughs> family drama is not very fun as we all know so yeah so amanda and misty are gonna go out there without amy mm-hmm. and then they show tammy and amy video chatting i think oh, they're making you. what their their youtube channel YouTube video. video this oh, oh my god <laughs> there's so many things about this this scene yeah <laughs> we have tammy on the 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 ipad monitor next to her and they're talking and she's gonna do this name reveal and this is the saddest name reveal ever plus it's a sad name so (laughs) well at first when amy was like decorating the different pieces of paper thingamabobbers i thought they were gonna do one of those photo booths for you know you do weddings like you hold up something like a sign that says a word and i wasn't really paying attention i had to rewind and what the pickle was one of the I don't know. One of them said bitch. And then one of them had the kid's name. <laughs> it was, it was actually... really well made, though. Like, she got them laser printed, like, laser cut. <laughs> You're the only one that noticed that. I had no idea. It was such quality. I was like, wow, that's really good. I was like, this would have been cute if, you know, she would have fucking. Picked a name other than Glenn. The name of a middle-aged man from the 70s. Like. Well, I mean, Glenn's Glenn's a name, right? Did you see what happened on The Walking Dead with Glenn? Glenn was hot. I never watched The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. But Glenn? Glenn was a badass. That's a middle-aged man. He was bludgeoned to death on The Walking Dead, but he was amazing. But the name, I, I was telling... 
I was telling Baby Step Frauded about it, the name today. I don't remember why we were talking about this, but I mentioned the name. She's like, I've never heard that name. She's like, wait, what? first of all, which, what's the gender? And I said, male. She's like, I think I've heard it for a female, but never for a male. I'm like, because it's a middle-aged man who was born in the 70s. That's the name. That's a full-grown man. You don't have a baby named Glenn. I think we um, just don't hear it a lot because I think it's Scottish, actually. So I wouldn't assume that Glenn? we would have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the Gl- I've known Glens, but they're all been born in the 70s. Um, I know of a Glen that's my age. I know a Glen that's a few years older than me, but only a few. I think there's only three. Um, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so, but uh, Tammy has her her panties in a wad, so you know yeah so she's like dr jekyll mr hyde she's just being a little bitch i know she did not want to participate nope and if i were i mean amy just keeps trying and i mean honestly if i were amy i would just be like all right we'll do this another time i wouldn't keep going you know what i mean yeah i was like pulling i don't know i think tammy needs to learn how to say hey i'm not in the mood yeah Mm -hmm. exactly like that would have like hey i'm not in the mood can we reschedule this yeah exactly it's yeah. not that hard i need a bitricism can we schedule exactly. for tomorrow a bitricist a bitricist i was like did you come out with that by yourself that, that was, was pretty intelligent <laughs> i like that i like that i was like i need a bitricist too on myself sometimes because yeah they used to or... give them back in the day and then they learned it was just orgasms what? <laughs> <laughs> they did upset women yeah upset wait, women. That's for, hyster- for hysteria they just that's vibrated the-, the hysteria out of them wait 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 stop uh, that's Rewind. how the, the, was the women kept coming back going oh i think the francis isn't coming back i might need that treatment again doctor wait yeah. wait is this a real thing yes yes okay you need to back up and explain to me like i'm fine <laughs> That's how the dildo was invented. No, okay, so 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 okay, you can't just drop that and go back to Tammy and Amy. You have to stop and explain this to me. I'll let Hannah Kawa talk. I've about I've never it. heard this before. Yeah, it was it was the the yeah hysteria. Like they would diagnose women with hysteria, and they would treat it with what they called a pelvic massage, mm-hmm. and they would force a woman to orgasm, and that made them feel better. Well, yeah. duh. <laughs> but that's also a little like it was like medical though. And they, did, the they, did, that they went think, to a right. Male and then we're like, doctor. wait, women that seems be a little too like, during sex. This is crazy. Rapey? I don't know. I mean, that seems a little sexual assaulty to me, but they didn't um, realize it was sexual though. They I don't really, think they did either. No. I think, yeah. I think they thought that they who were like discovered or who thought to, to, to pair those two as an <laughs> orgasm for I mean, first of all, can we talk about hysteria? Calling women being That's oh, whole she other, has hysteria. Yeah. Like that is a whole concept. Just, oh, yeah. Whatever. But, but like, back then that's just what it was. If yeah, you were treating that with an orgasm who who put those two together did some I, guy like just decide to like bang probably, his wife yeah i forgot was his name he's in the middle of hysterical uh, having hysteria <laughs> yeah she, i forgot i forgot his name but it was a doctor that like yeah i don't know pretty much broke his wrist trying to treat women all day <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me of there is a movie for it. you should watch it there, yeah, that's um yes that, that reminds me of the um 
God, there's a documentary about it. The movement where the 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 sexual ohm people where they would rub your clit. It was like this whole like sex cult thing. The one you made me watch a while ago. <laughs> Did I make you watch it? I think so. Probably. Was the the woman in charge? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that. Yeah. It's like that. We should cover it. Cult. Yo, that was like so it. weird. I hated it. It was so weird. Yeah, I'm like looking up Netflix sex cult documentary. Orgasm yeah. Inc.? No. Yes, yes. That's the story one of, of them. One and then taste. there's another His one that I one watched taste. on it too. But Orgasm Inc., yeah. Oh, sounds interesting. Yeah. But it's like how it turned into like this uh, manipulative cult, like with all this weird, like... <sighs> Like the practices was like this way of like this whole thing about the way you rub a clit to um, not necessarily orgasm. It was like this whole other process of mental thing and you were supposed to do it all the time. And when you were, you know, you had all these people living in like a commune together and then they would be ordered to have sex with each other. And like you two are fighting with each other. You're holding a resentment towards her. Like you have to go sleep with her. That's how you resolve that. I mean, yeah it's yeah i mean we've it's like love island right what? i've never seen love island i haven't seen love island either but too no. hot to handle that's mm. totally different it's just choice difference they don't actually <laughs> the, the too hot to handles exactly the opposite of that i've never <laughs> seen that either really oh goodness no. they're supposed to not fuck but they always do they always oh. do and then they lose money and you know because it's all these people who are really like sexed up and horned up and then they're told that they can't have sexual contact huh. to win money and stuff but anyway we can get back to um <laughs> yeah amy so amy Jimmy now <laughs> but we uh, digress right <laughs> So switching topics, we then move on to seeing Chris with his nephews, Braxton, Nathan, Justin, and Dylan, who are Amanda's sons. They set up an obstacle course for him to run through, which first of all, I was getting tired watching him because yeah. my out of shape ass would have been struggling <laughs> through this. Okay. <laughs> they have him run through cones and then they have him like flip a tire over and then they have him pull one of the nephews on a pool raft. Which yeah. looked extremely challenging. Yeah. I think it was funny. They said he looked like Richard Simmons. And then he had like the fake abs drawn on yeah, the t-shirt. on his tank top. <laughs> yeah. With a squirt gun to keep him cool. I was like, well, they're looking out for him, I guess. But I did notice, you know, he was talking about his loose skin and how much that's bothering him. And when he did have the shirt on, I could see his skin like getting in the way mm-hmm. of his legs mm-hmm. and stuff running. I'm like, oh, this poor guy. I get it. Like you want to yeah. be free of that. And yeah and so the more. doctor was saying you know he's got to lose another 50 pounds right and and it's hard because yeah he needs to lose a little bit more fat but at the same time <laughs> it's hard to lose the fat because it is getting in the way so yeah. he needs one of those belly bands they give us after c-sections i know uh you didn't have a c-section but i, I did know. have a c-section oh you did that's right that's right but i didn't have a belly band oh they gave me one of those bad boys you lock it in and it holds your abs in place oh and you know so well really back great. back in my day when i gave birth 100 million years ago 
Uh, they didn't give us those. I just had a pillow that I held against my stomach, against my incision, anytime I had to like move or do anything. So same concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but back in the dark ages when we like gave birth in a field behind the barn <laughs> and the farmhand helped. Um, so we need to send Chris some spanks. Maybe that'll help hold it in. Oh, some spanks. The show. Yeah. Do you imagine hey. watching him try to get in those? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time I put a bra on, sometimes I start sweating. I'm like, oh, I can't imagine like trying to get in spanks right now. Oh, God. No, you should have seen me trying to get out of my sports bra today. After at the gym, it's like that's the cardio workout that nobody talks about. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. these need to spray on stuff. You spray it on, then it tightens. What? Oh wait, what? Yeah, should invent that's... it. Oh, I should. I was like, wait, we need we need exists. spray on application clothing. Come on. I don't know if my. Uh... <laughs> wow. Okay. Who do we need so, to test like... on? <laughs> Painted bodies is what yeah, Hanako was talking about. Except for its actual clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. You got me on a day, I told you. Told you. <laughs> you're, you're right. You warned us. You said you were you were mental, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not stable today. <laughs> not stable, that was the word. I, maybe it makes for a good podcast. I don't yeah, know. You know. Um <laughs> when we get to when we get to six at my 600 pound life oh and the God. larry and lechon discussion <laughs> no 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 focus <laughs> yep, yep, yep. focus right. okay so focus. <laughs> we're going back to misty and amanda who are heading to tammy's rehab to tell her that her house is you know was robbed and she said unfortunately the police don't have any leads on suspects no shit there but the sad part was that their grandmother's blanket, her quilt was taken out of the house. And so that is long gone and okay. a family heirloom, I guess you could say. Well, okay. So they make it sound like, no, okay, this is sad that <laughs> they lose this, right? They flash back to the episode where um, they gave it to Tammy, right? Mm-hmm. She cried. Right. And this is one of grandma's quilts, blah, 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 blah. When they go to tell her that her house is broken into, they tell her that one of the things that was taken was the blankets because like all the bedding, all that stuff, and that grandma's blanket was. Also, she's like, but I can give you another one. You can come over and pick another mm-hmm. one. So it sounds like she has like a pile of these blankets. So it's Gra- like, grandma was busy. Grandma yeah, was busy. Which is, I mean, which is great. She can replace it, but they make it sound like, oh, this, you know heirloom and you know irreplaceable which that specific one was and that is sad yeah but there are more of those good news yeah blanket though yeah it must have been in the drawer one of the drawers i guess of the dresser probably or carted the dresser out maybe they probably use it to cover something else to protect the tv they stole yeah (laughs) (laughs) If, if the bed was made which it may have been right um they could throw all like stuff on the bed and then grab the blankets up like a big hobo bag. You know what I'm mm-hmm, talking about? Mm-hmm. Possibly. And t- carry stuff out that way. You know, the cartoon no. people had it where they had like a little bag on a stick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Except on a larger, yeah. Scale. But a larger version of that. Yes. <laughs> so then we see Amy sitting on the couch with Gage 
running around in circles looking like he is having a blast mm-hmm. uh, or as she says a drunk baby <laughs> he was so cute though <laughs> he is he's adorable and she says she's eight months pregnant and can go into labor at any time so she wants to spend a lot of time with gage before the baby comes and her attention will be split between her and him and the new baby mm-hmm. and then we see amy trying to potty train gage while he's around 20 months old which I have friends and moms that say, hey, introduce the potty as young as possible just to get them used to it. So I, I get that. He I mean, yeah, like, that's like one and a half, right? That was about the time I at least familiarized them with the concept yeah. that you sit on it when you mm-hmm. do something. But, <laughs> but yeah. see, boys, don't they just like notoriously like get potty trained late? I've heard developmentally they like may later, take a little longer. Like most of them are like three, you know, closer mm-hmm. to three rather. And maybe the girls are closer to two on, on average. Don't not all babies. I don't know. I, Kaya was I mean, gr- some some men at 34 still aren't potty trained. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Kaya, should, those ones still haven't cut the umbilical cords, much less the potty. They trained. haven't they haven't figured out that they have a fucking like hose that they can aim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just have to think for itself. Yes. I can't speak because my son had developmental issues other than that. So I like a bad meter to measure against. <laughs> oh, compared to well, like mine norm. was just so long ago, mm. like in the dark ages, it was just different. But my and, mom and will he... brag to you that she had me potty trained before I was two and that I helped my brother. So who knows? Maybe it just Aww. takes more helping Aww. hands. <laughs> I don't know what my own personal potty training story is, but um I know baby frauded was basically daycare potty trained him. Mm. So <laughs> like I, I'm we just, obviously... I'm just happy to see it. I'm happy to see her doing the effort to do it because yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people will just wait and not. So yeah, I don't know. No, it's it, good. It a I very mean, good mom moment when I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, I love, I mean, on that note, there's been little bits mostly in, in like last, the last two couple of seasons and stuff, but I love it when they show these little parts of Amy that show, cause you know, they had a really shitty childhood, like, mm-hmm. and their mom is piece of work and she's kind of trash. And, you know, they, they had this really kind of almost, you know, pretty traumatic and pretty sad background. And she just wants better for Gage and watching her actively do the things like she wanted to get him a house. So she worked hard to get him a house, to get a house mm-hmm. for him. That's what they want. You know, it's like she's breaking the cycle, her, seeing her. Yeah, exactly. Seeing her break the cycle, seeing her trying so hard to better the circumstances, despite, you know, her own the limitations of you know education and social or whatever and and social socioeconomic blah 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 she's still managing to like okay i can do better than you know this duplex i want a place where we have a good yard where he can run around and then they yeah. show him running around in the yard with the like backyard pool and stuff well and like, it was even amy her drive is pretty strong i mean you could see that she was the one that wanted to make the youtube video with tammy even though mm-hmm. tammy wasn't having it i mean she's still motivated to do things to right. put that content out to make money to to do everything i mean being eight months pregnant trying to make youtube videos whew, to better her better. station in life yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. she's driven yeah, and it's just it's just nice. It's nice to see that. Yeah. Anyway, but I digress. So then we see <laughs> Amy in the car in a lot of pain, stabbing pain in her lower back and burning pain in the front of her abdomen. She thinks she's going into labor, but if you've seen season one of this show, 
you know, she is pregnant. <laughs> and she keeps <laughs> sending herself to the hospital with gas. Yeah, she has indigestion. Because they, they did imaging to make sure that it wasn't part of her surgery. Like, like the her gastric bypass. Right, to make sure her gallbladder was okay, her liver was okay, which it all was. And so it was indigestion. Yes. But it's better to be safe than sorry, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And when you're pregnant and you've got those surgeries and she was high risk with the back to back and all this. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all these reasons. I just think it, why, like she keeps going to the <laughs> hospital. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine actually, cause she had that band. I wonder if like indigestion is just a different monster with that. Plus being pregnant, plus being Ugh. heavy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Oh, I can't imagine mm-hmm. all of the above. No. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. any of the above which yeah then so. we see we see tammy with her sisters misty and amanda in the rehab oh. center talking about how great she looks and how much weight she's lost because it doesn't do it justice seeing her on video chat actually seeing her in person they can see how much weight she's lost so her weight is 560 pounds and she is 10 pounds away from her goal mm-hmm to have the surgery they wanted to take her out of the rehab center but they couldn't because of her trach and all of her health issues it would be too risky and tammy said she wanted to stay there which was great because they said that showed a lot of growth in tammy like the old tammy would be like let's go out let's do this but she's being more responsible and she's saying hey you know it's probably not the best idea for me to go out i i i mean i I think when i think about it that's probably you know one way to look at it i viewed it differently i viewed it as her like fearful or yeah being being scared of you know where she's at is her comfort zone like to 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 have to like take care well you know to take care of her trach and do you know oxygen and all that stuff requires steps beyond what she's doing right now and that's might be fearful Mm mm-hmm you know so I, that's how i viewed it but then i'm like okay i mean it kind of makes sense but i don't know maybe they could go get pedicures and stuff i don't know but that was my my take on it but yeah so then we see amy in the hospital finding mm-hmm. oh well, i guess we had to talk about that the baby's healthy yada yada and she just <laughs> had gas and and she ate pizza <laughs> okay so <laughs> We then see all the ladies in rehab playing games with the residents, which was hilarious because they played a game called Pokino. Never heard of it. Kind of want to play it. Kind of want to look it up. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but (laughs) Kino, I'm in. Okay. Like Kino and Bingo, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. They had these chips and they used the prescription medicine bottles to hold the (laughs) chips. Oh my God. Because it was like they fit perfectly in the cylinder. (laughs) That's, uh, I was like, oh, that's such a rehab thing to do. Yes. <laughs> and so I mean, I'm a different kind of rehab, but, you know. <laughs> uh, and then they show uh, them going into the beauty room of the facility. And that is when Amanda tells Amy that her house was robbed. Mm-hmm. Now, I really think that they actually told her before the cameras yeah, came. I don't, I sure. think oh, this 100%. is kind of like, yeah, redone. Um but Tammy looked really this is a reenactment yeah because Tammy looked upset and then like the first thing she said was is my grandma's blanket there so I know it's like (laughs) oh okay just happened Uh, to be yeah no my tv the rice cooker what (laughs) (laughs) so important do I have hot water nope you don't you can't take showers do I still have a fucking house like (laughs) 
<laughs> my couch, my furniture, my, you know, TV. No, the TV was there on the floor, but grandma's blanket's gone. Yeah, yeah I, I would be more mad, too, if, like, you waited the whole fucking time to tell me this. Like, this should have been, like, the first thing you told me. I don't know. Yeah, we played Pokino. Or, Everyone's happy. And, you like, should have called me when you found out. Like, yeah. I would be upset that I wasn't called to be told as soon as you knew. But, you know. I'm Which we know that's me. probably what happened. Wait, yeah. She's probably called. <laughs> Wouldn't the police want to contact the owner of the residence as well? Yeah. You would think, if you're going to yeah. file a report. I don't know. I just yeah <laughs> yeah there's there's 18 million things wrong with the how they portrayed this what this was but there's so much filler in this episode there's like whatever like yeah. just i just i'm just taking it um but it was cool. Uh, so this is the thing too so the sisters stayed for i guess one night or two nights because they <clears throat> were weighing tammy before the sisters left and she had lost a couple pounds she was down to 534 Mm-hmm. which was her goal weight for surgery which was right cool. and then they asked her if she pooped fair question <laughs> fair fair question, fair question. <laughs> yeah, no i think it was just like you know later in the day and like she had said at the beginning like this is where she's at right now but she was weighing in later i don't know how i mean i don't know if we know how long they stayed but yeah they did do a weigh-in with her there with the sisters there and she not only got to her goal but weight but she surpassed it so yeah yeah and i think it was really emotional when i i got emotional when tammy told amanda someday she was gonna love herself like amanda loves herself oh it's like, oh, a little bit of genuine emotion yeah get a little over- and i feel like that was the first time that tammy's, tammy's kind of opened up to be a little bit vulnerable on the show she usually closes down and doesn't express her emotions or feelings and so but she wasn't upset about the break in the way that they expected her to be she didn't mm-hmm. like whatever throw fit and i think that was the um because she knew it one first. of the purposes of that scene of that reenactment was to show uh, let's show how how much growth tammy's had in her mm-hmm. you know reactions to things so let's t- you know right yeah. that's exactly what it felt like we're gonna stage it and we're gonna make you mature about it right right so we can indicate how far you've come and then when you hit your goal way that you know we, it'll all be this good feel good moment you know look how far tammy's come hey fraudcasters everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge i know i've always had problems with it whether it was the fit or the quality Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. 
And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. The only mm-hmm. part that made me feel weird was when the sister was like, it's just stuff. <laughs> hey, your whole house was robbed, but it's just yeah. stuff. It's just like, stuff. <laughs> it was too soon. Yeah. It was too yes, soon that's for what her it to was. say that. I'm like, that's good to say, but I'm like. <laughs> Later, but like at that immediate moment, like you're immediately discounting her feelings. Mm-hmm. Like whatever reaction and feeling she was having about it by her saying, but it's just stuff. She's immediately cutting off that feeling discounting it yeah I didn't feel that way because it is just stuff it didn't even give her a chance to like process it and grieve it and figure it out and then get to the point where okay it's just stuff you know yeah I mean there are a lot of things that I have in my apartment that aren't worth anything monetarily but right emotionally I would be devastated right so just stuff is a very awful thing to say to someone yeah <laughs> so then we she see said- next time on thousand pound sisters chris gardening to help him to help lose more weight faster and then we also anything see, to get yourself moving is good exactly he's and outside moving doing earth, stuff like getting your hands dirty doing earthly things is That's very good helpful Sla- slapping him. slapping people with spat rolls <laughs> he has such a good humor <laughs> i know he's funny he's funny <laughs> um and then we see dr smith telling tammy or talking to tammy asking her how much she weighs her breaking the news hey great i I beat the goal but then he says he needs a final document for the from the therapist which we know tammy does not like to do therapy which is setting up just setting up the next two or three episodes where she's going to continue to clash with her therapist and maybe we need dr paradise (laughs) no we need dr paradise yes we do need dr paradise i we scream that the same thing and i was watching it with um with the girls with natasha and melissa we were saying that you need dr paradise you need dr paradise oh my because goodness. i feel like not to say that the therapist she has now is kind of condescending because we don't terrible. see we don't see the oh, whole conversation the words that i love no that yeah. was, i hated her from the beginning <laughs> but i, I wouldn't feel like dr either yeah tammy needs somebody that's going to be a little bit more gentle but not condescending and i feel like dr paradise would be a good fit yeah yeah he totally would be yeah. As we see with the my 600 pound life person, he the, despite how terrible that woman was, he actually was really good with her. Anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> Which may not have been the best thing, but yes. So now we're into my 600 pound life. Season 11, episode two, Latanya's journey. So Latanya is a 37 year old female in Shreveport, Louisiana. And at the beginning of the episode, we see her just like every episode of My 600 Pound Life struggling to get out of bed. But in this case, she uses her wheelchair to move around her house. And I feel like in a lot of previous episodes, people are at least attempting to walk to the bathroom. But no, she gets out of her bed Mm -hmm. in the wheelchair. Um, And then we see her caretaker who helps her bathe, um, cooks her meals while Mm -hmm. her fiance, um, Du Yuan, goes to work. Which I thought it was Dwayne, but it's Duyon. Yeah, it's spelled like Dwayne would be, but it's pronounced Duon. Yeah. Yeah. And her caretaker says that she used to be more independent, but now her legs hurt and she relies entirely on her to cook and take care of her. So 
what when we were well, all texting each other. Okay, yes. <laughs> this knows. episode needs a trigger warning, and not for the reasons you would think it needs a trigger warning. It's not like oh, there's going to be childhood trauma, which is a bingo box, by of the course. way. Childhood trauma. There's all the you know this and this and this. Um, there's episodes where people die, like where yeah. the woman's father died, and you know the schizophrenic father died and all this stuff and you know no no trigger warnings for that stuff we need a trigger warning but the whole the whole show is a trigger warning if you're yeah. going to turn this on you have opened it up to being triggered in any way <laughs> right yep. but this is you know they have to blur things sometimes i get it but this she could she just wasn't wearing anything on the bottom at all no. in her so top. production so in case you're wondering because this is a podcast if you can visualize this in your head they show an angle of the camera, like down at her legs, looking up towards all of her stuff, all of her area. Okay. I'm not going to go into detail, but of course it's <laughs> censored. And she looks like, I hate to say this, I'm not being mean, but like literally like rotisserie chicken because her legs are <laughs> spread eagle. She is spread eagle. And she has no pants on. I want to, re- I want to set the scene here. No you guys. blankets, no pants. No, she's sitting I mean, on the not, couch. It's not a new pose for these people. No, but it, they it's always not. film it like that. Oh my God. No, they all film them that way. Spread but this eagle? one was just, yes. But, well, yeah, but usually lowered. they're wearing pants. Right. Well, yeah. I've never seen it with no pants on. Well, they could, they could have blurred out had underwear, no pants too. On. Yeah. They could have thrown a blanket. Where is Tammy's quilt? They could. Somebody needs to throw something on her. <laughs> Tammy's quilt. Okay. And shame on production. That's what I texted you guys. Because I was like, I know that they need ratings. And I know they need to, whatever, stir the pot. But that was, they did not do that woman justice. It's bad enough they have to film them shake naked in the shower right poor production but i feel like production had to film her entire interview this because this is this is her sitting on the couch interview yes that this is so they go back to it all the time the entirety of the two-hour episode how long did they have to film that to get what they got those cameramen sat to see that sit there probably like eight hours looking up her cooter all fucking day yes and you have to get a well i don't know it's different production companies but i know on 90 day they have to get special approval every single set every single angle for for those main interviews has to be approved so that's where i was very frustrated by sharp by the higher ups uh, even higher than sharp depending on if it's a tell-all or whatnot so everything has to be like a certain way so um to see that they did that to her i was like that's not cool and then the other thing I was going to say was her boyfriend. This is where I was talking about the texting because Hannah Kawa was like, wait, <laughs> she, she got her boyfriend out of prison and that's why he's with her. And I was like, can we get a, a love after lockup crossover or something? I know. The, the thousand pound bailiff. Thousand- <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my is- God. This is the crossover we didn't know we needed. They're yeah. going to they're gonna do it. But I was like, wait a minute. So you somehow... Wait, you, there's a whole lot to rewind, right? It, yeah, starts with, like, it starts with the guy like there's a singing. lot to unpack here. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you'll like this chick. She's thick. He's like, oh yeah, I love thick chicks. I'm like, well, this defies thick, but okay. <laughs> she gets him out of prison. I'm like, was this a setup to use her to get your brother out of prison? Or like what? I don't know. And he's like, I'll do anything for her. I was like, oh my god, that's the fucking problem. Like, this lady is fixing her like. 25 biscuits 
Oh my god, right, a thirty fucking waffles, eighty eggs, and she's like, "Oh, you did a good job eating." No, this is the problem. I actually paused it. It was like six waffles. I just put a <laughs> lot of bacon, a sheet tray, it looked like eggs, biscuits, grits, and then she asked for juice. Well, she's gonna, she's gonna swallow it with something. I know, but I was just like, my. And then, like being a caretaker, I don't know what her job title is. I don't know how much. Just probably you know, know personal nurse assistant type of thing. So it's like right, somebody but I'm who's like, like a medical assistant, maybe. Right, maybe like a CNA or something. But yeah. at what point can she say, "I'm not making you this"? Like, I'll make you this, but not this. Like, I think she's getting work? paid like eight dollars an hour. Like, she's she's not she's like, it ain't worth it to fight with this woman about. Well, and, that. and her job isn't to keep her on some kind of diet diet or anything. I think yeah. she's just there to do what she's asked to do yeah Mm -hmm. she's she's like you can't pay me enough for that like the moral police in me if i was working in that situation i don't know if i could i know i i just would get fired you you would just get fired and someone else would do it exactly i'd be like i cannot cook you six eggs i just i can't do it i can't do it i don't know (laughs) plus eggs are expensive now i don't even know how she can afford you sound like the beauty and the beast song right now anyway (laughs) Which song is that? Which I don't know. It was like the intro song where the lady was saying she needs six eggs and the guy's like, that's expensive. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was a Oh my God. <laughs> now I got to go back and watch it. I used to sing musical. That's the only reason I know. But I'm just like, what the fuck? That's amazing. I know. So you're a singer. <laughs> yeah. In the closet. Ooh. I'm a closet singer. Um, Why didn't we have her on our Christmas song? <laughs> why, why are you going to make me sing? Because of dating. <laughs> i think she was uh busy that day she was recording with us that her life mate didn't even give me like auto-tune or whatever <laughs> i didn't sound I like deep pain or nothing i like, think you did a great job deep <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. but I mean, her, her caretaker is gonna do what she's hired to do and that's just to make sure she yeah. doesn't fall and does stuff for her at first i thought it was like her grandma or mm-hmm. her boyfriend's mom but she was being so freaking polite to her that's yeah no like. it's somebody that she you know that's like that, that and she was in scrubs yeah yeah it's like that's a personal true, that's care true. assistant yeah but she was so nice to her like usually mm-hmm. some of these people are just really rude and like yeah angry, yeah but she was very gracious and yeah. thank you and can i please have this and that and yeah and I'm let's like, be honest she looked one step away from retirement like aarp is definitely her yeah. up. like she's she's like i need a wheelie cart or something like yeah like everything needs to to wheel over there yeah yeah okay (laughs) so i on a more serious note now we go to learn a little bit about latanya's family history oh the childhood trauma right her mom was a stay-at-home mom her dad was the breadwinner she goes on to say they were religious and at 12 years old her mom died very suddenly and unexpectedly they said she had a deceased brother though Oh. She, has a, she has a deceased brother as well. Mm-hmm. And she said that her mom had an asthma attack and got and went to the hospital. But then they later found out she died of a heart attack, I guess, because they My said two different things. God. Yeah. And the traumatic part was she went to the hospital at 12 years old and was trying to wake her mom up and, and couldn't. Can you and imagine so the trauma tragic. that that would? Yeah. Sad. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, when you watch this show and you get to the point where they're like, why am I overweight? And you're like. Who died, who mm-hmm. hurt you, or who ignored mm-hmm. you? It's right. like the common factors for a lot of it. So it's like you're always prepared to hear what happened, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. That's why we have childhood trauma as a box in bingo. 
Yeah. <laughs> is a square. It's a bingo. Is that square. a free is that a free space or the free space? The free space in in our doctor <clears throat> now bingo is hi, how y'all doing? Oh my hi, god. Hey, how y'all doing? I love Doctor Now. Um, but I, I will say also this episode was so full of so much stuff that um I had bingo before the episode was halfway over and I never <laughs> win. I never ever even win, much less get it halfway through the episode. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And then I was like, it was, I think at this point where I had already messaged you, Lexi, (laughs) messaged you you guys. I was like, oh my God, you guys have to watch this. You you sent me a screenshot. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, what am I getting into? What am I getting into? I didn't have my glasses on. So I thought you were sending me pictures of the freaking Lichon thing from 90 Day again. <laughs> I was like, what are you sending? Oh, glasses come on. I'm like, oh, this shit. Lechon conversation. You're like, it looks like Lechon. I bet Larry would eat it. And I fucking died. <laughs> you said, I bet Larry would eat it. Oh, my God. So, Larry from I'm 90 terrible. Day Fiance, couple billion seasons ago he was dating jenny from the philippines and he wouldn't eat the lechon and he cashed out his 401k to go fly there to see her <laughs> he worked at mcdonald's that guy wouldn't eat the they're lechon still together either. are they mm-hmm. oh yeah they were so. living in a 55 and up uh, yeah. trailer park but it's quiet i don't know those old people man my my mother-in-law they they winter in florida at one of these places right it is like it's like a trailer park you know um and the pictures and the story she's they're crazy man those (laughs) those florida old people are crazy they just have a lot of time on their hands they have a lot of energy too yeah i love it it's in the water Um, goals goals Going back to her her 18 biscuits and stuff that looked like super tiny in her hands. The, she had these platters. Like her each food item was on a platter, not a plate. She you know, it looked like I don't Char- know, like, a catering. Like the, the chargers that you put the plate on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're serving platters. <laughs> you know, they're serving platters. And and she's like, oh, I don't want, you know, my fiance doesn't need to cook, you know, because she wants, she sounds like, you know, she's a control freak. She's got to cook her. If she has to, somebody else cooks her food, they, she can't He's probably going to make her the prison version of it. I wouldn't want that either. <laughs> Although they, I don't know, I don't know. sometimes they, those guys have some pretty good recipes. They're, they're they so creative. <laughs> the cheesecake one, I was ramen. like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, ramen, ramen, ramen and, cream and cheese. you know, honey bun and a, and a pickle in a bag, man. Oh my God. Oh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And now we talk about her turning to food for comfort after the pickle and the ramen bag. Uh, <laughs> and that Larry well, would eat it. You're right. Mm. Do you know what really really pissed me off was when she said her father moved away from her three months after her mom died with a lady friend of her mom's who she mm-hmm. didn't like her yeah. father abandoned her at more three trauma months. more trauma That's she had crazy. a deceased brother her mom dies and then her dad does this so she had like and this, yeah we don't know i'm assuming her father is still alive but when dr paradise told her to write the letter he didn't say to him or whatever so i, I don't know if he's alive or dead or if they just aren't talking i don't know but i guess in this context it probably doesn't matter 
Yeah. Because yeah. you're not given the letter to right. Her. Right, 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 right. Just to, right. So then she says she's been on her own since she was 15 years old and that her dad signed a lease for her to be in a place to live, which I thought was crazy. Mm. Um, but she said that her dad wasn't there for her when she needed him the most. So Clearly. I got a little teary eyed. Yeah. Okay. So then shocking news. She said a few years back, she actually went to see doctor now, mm-hmm. but that he didn't take her seriously. <laughs> okay. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder right. why. Spoiler so alert. <laughs> so she wants to go back and see him again. And I think, I don't know how many people have done this show and actually seen him in the past i think she's the first one that i know of but it's been many years since i've watched the show so i found that very interesting um because obviously they never showed her going to dr now the first time this is the first time on her her on the show yeah um and then were you guys surprised that she got into the van and drove herself that she could fit and drive we were like oh my god i was angry i was angry why 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 is she the one driving (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck uh, yeah. she was so crammed in there like if she coughs she'd blow the horn it's like i don't know mm-hmm. it just it just seemed uncomfortable it like seemed both the guys sitting in the weird. back you know what yeah. maybe they couldn't drive oh maybe did they drive was this at when all? they were driving to the grocery store yeah, yeah yeah he just got out of jail can he drive oh, oh yeah see this is what i think ultimately like he because later when she's having all this pain or whatever like they don't even switch. They don't even take shifts mm-hmm. with driving. So it's possible he doesn't have a license. And That's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. It would That's not awesome. be an unusual thing. We should do I mean, a deep dive. She looked dive. like she carried on well driving. It was just usually they have bigger vehicles. Yeah. Where they sit on the back of the van or do you haul? <laughs> well, it's better than having a roll in the fucking trunk. So I guess, I guess. Like Tammy, how they put her in the back yeah. seat. Yes, that kills me. Floor. I'm like, that. that's so dangerous. That's a square on bingo. <laughs> Sitting on the floor of a van. <laughs> oh, truck my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's one of the squares. And one of the, uh, I've seen your squares. The CPAP machine was one, which I'm laughing at because I'm actually going to get a CPAP. You're waiting on your CPAP right, machine. Right, I have to yeah. go two weeks. Yeah, long story. But I'm like, well, oh, that's hilarious. And we didn't It was always one. spot the CPAP machine and spot the potty is one of them. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I need a bingo card. I know, me too. Me too. Like, I need to oh, play too. It's the bingo that I play with uh, Natasha and... and, and I, just, um, I just want it for funsies. And Melissa. I'll, I'll email them to you, but... um. Melissa made these ones and they're <laughs> hilarious and we updated them this season and then we used them for for like the first episode of the season and it was a completely not one like this so we didn't get most of these things <laughs> at all <laughs> um and so we're like well let's not change the squares yet let's see what the season progresses because they probably just did a feel good episode for the first one to draw you in and now and then of course because this episode complete trash Mm -hmm. and i got bingo more like less than halfway through the show but we have uh moving into one of production's apartments because you know when they move to houston like they're always going to the same apartment complex Mm -hmm. almost always right Right. so it's like production clearly works with them to for housing on that um Laying in the back of a van slash you all <laughs> weight gain at a follow-up appointment. Fair enough. L- yeah, that's a good one. Uh lymphedemas. 
um, getting fast food drive through on the way to Houston. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Child forced to care for a parent. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but also a good one. Uh, grippy, grippy socks. Grippy socks. The hospital you know, the socks? socks. The socks with the little grippies on the bottom. Yeah, that you do them. it. You wear at hospital so you don't yeah. slip and fall. Okay. Yeah. yeah, aren't they? They're color coded, right? Yellow food. Yeah, they're always colored. Yep. Red, <laughs> fall, yellow, fall. yellow grippy socks. Um, a quote from Doctor Now. I'm proud of you for that. I'm proud of you for that. Um, caught on camera cheating on the diet, which we had in this episode. Oh God, yeah. Because she was having 18 pieces of fried fish <laughs> just for the taste of it or something i don't mm. know what she was doing um uh rouge nurse we used to call her the frowny nurse but we've seen her smile the last guy the last episode smiled the the the, the okay. nurse the, the, the old lady, lady that opens with, the door that opens the door and she's got okay. all that really bad makeup on the old white lady yeah i, I laugh lady. because I was watching and today and my boyfriend is this woman ever happy <laughs> yeah the la- last week's episode the guy made her laugh and smile really <laughs> maybe she's just tired of commenting she's just tired of calling out their name and it's an empty room and doing it five times I'm like oh, who, who, are, who are they calling you are the only two in the room <laughs> I know <laughs> it must be like a medical procedure to just make double check that it's them oh my god um, I don't know how this happened. I'm following the diet. Mm-hmm. You always get that. <laughs> a copy of the book, The Scale Doesn't Lie, People Do. Just the book he always gives her. <laughs> I didn't know that was the name of the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi, how y'all doing? Um, a shower scene. A p- premature ask for skin removal surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Because they always do. They're like, I've lost 13 pounds. Okay, let's talk skin removal. Then Dr. Now's like, that's all fat. All that fat. 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 <laughs> um, a sabotaging enabler. Every episode. Um, hospitalized to be put on a controlled diet. I'm afraid I can't do that for you. <laughs> My Siri just said, I'm afraid I can't do that for you. And it's on Do Not Disturb and Silent. What did you just say? And why did but in the hospital on a controlled diet she said she can't do that my my spirit guides are telling me to stop eating the pizza Uh, we have 600 pound ghost here now (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry did you guys hear that you're gonna have gas so bad you're gonna call me to take you to the er aren't you no because your pizza (laughs) my gosh what wow. the fuck it's that, that's a sign it's a sign it is a sign i'm gonna like seriously it's on here let me sh- look you guys have apple Watch, i heard right? it i heard yes, it i know but yeah. it's on do not disturb and silent yeah and sleep all three all three she, just, she wanted to get on the conversation there is a um, ghost here but okay i need to see the hand over there okay sorry you won't be <laughs> hospitalized put on a control diet <laughs> siri's not gonna do that for you <laughs> Well, I'm waiting for it to tell me when I get my CPAP. Come on, ghost! Like, forget the diet. Speaking give of me CPAPs. Like... Spotting the CPAP machine is one of our squares. Mm-hmm. Um, holes in the clothing. Now, this week we had some epic holes in the clothing because she had these butt crack rips down the front of her 
the the few scenes where she was wearing pants mm-hmm. when she had to go out in public there's this giant rip down the front and it got worse later in the episode oh no <laughs> i'm like because her cooter's eating through her pants that's why she didn't wear pants in the interview because her cooter ate through them already she's Aww. like it's as hungry as i am <sighs> e- easy access i don't know larry would eat it <laughs> oh my god is that gonna be the title of the show Oh. oh my god um i'm gonna message her on facebook and send her some pants okay um, <laughs> and, <laughs> i'm gonna amazon her some pants an epic fall oh that happens yeah we get a lot of good falls <laughs> um falling out of a cab falling off the back of a golf <laughs> cart steve Santi. um getting approved for surgery a That's filthy it. and or hoarded house because mm. you know some of them a lot of them have these just really bad trailers it seems Spot- like when they don't have caretakers or their caretakers their kid mm-hmm. you end up with a lot of that like yeah. craziness yeah mm-hmm. um spot the potty <laughs> just the <laughs> you, you guys know what i'm talking about right mm-hmm. like, the, like the portable yeah mode yeah um childhood trauma and dr p dr paradise mm-hmm. so those are our squares and yeah mm. so anyway <laughs> those are good yeah thank you we had fun um oh yeah she ate the entire plate of fry full of fried fish just for the taste <laughs> i'm just going back to where we were in the episode sorry oh no it's oh. all good so now we see her getting ready to go visit Dr. Now. And she says he's approximately four and a half hours away. <clears throat> at Dr. Now's office, she weighs in at 632 pounds. And she's hurting from the 30 seconds she has to be up and on the scale. She's like, ah, it hurts. It hurts. So right. we know she's not walking around at all at home. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Now asks her, well, why are you here? Because nothing has changed in five years. And she goes on to say, well, I have a great support system now. And a great fiance, but she doesn't really. Who incidentally actually comes out of this episode looking like a good guy. Like these enablers and fiancés aren't always the greatest people, but this guy actually like seemed like a decent halfway decent guy. Yeah, there's yeah, it was hard to read. It's like he seemed very appreciative, like you said, and nice. Mm-hmm. He wasn't mean. He didn't seem like he was a feeder. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it was just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't really show him cooking for her. Because she wouldn't let him. Yeah. And she seems to be kind of bossy, too. She says what she wants, and she kind of gets an attitude with him a few times that I noticed. But he seems like he was nice to her and everything. Yeah. And he did say she needs to move around more at one point. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So she then goes on to tell Dr. Now... She's confused about what diets to do. And she goes on on about all the different diets. And he goes, don't be confused. Just eat less. Just eat less. <laughs> he says she has enough saved up for four years in her body. Like, Because she's like, oh, yeah, I don't. What, what does she say? She says that she doesn't eat a lot of food. They all say and then that. he laughed. Yeah. He laughed. Yeah. I only eat once. It's like, yeah, but you everything at once is the problem yeah and dr now says she should lose the doctor told me if i don't eat my metabolism gets high or low or something (laughs) like what 
<laughs> what yeah. was that? And yeah. then, and then she she says to him, like, "Oh, you're acting like I eat a lot." He's just like, <laughs> "You're seven hundred pounds." <laughs> yes, you eat a lot. I wish you guys could see my face. I'm just like Doctor Now's expression. And like, what? <laughs> I even he's dumbfounded. He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> and he says she should lose between sixty to seventy pounds a month on the diet that he wants to give her. I guess. So then he gets PT for her. So mm-hmm. there we see her in her bed working with a the physical therapist. And she seems to be in good spirits listening to them. But then she says she works up a hunger. And that's when we get to the fried fish and french fries. So. <laughs> works up a hunger doing yeah. this. Yep. Oh. And so then she goes back in to see Dr. Now in month two. Oh, but the physical therapist was like, I know she's not doing this stuff when I'm not here. Right. <laughs> like, don't try to tell me that she is. <laughs> yep. And uh, of course, Dr. Now said she should lose about 60 pounds. And her weight in month two is 636. So she's gained four pounds. Oh, boom. Yeah. Check that box on the bingo square. <laughs> uh-huh. And at that moment when she realizes she gained four pounds and has to face doctor now is when she says, I think I have a blood clot because I'm in pain. I think the blood clot was definitely used as an excuse. Oh, totally. Twice. Yeah. And well, you I, knew when she was saying that she was in pain just getting onto the scale that first time, right? You knew when she said that, I'm like, oh, she's going to be one of those, right? That's that, as Doctor Now calls out later in the episode. You know, you're you're using this pain as a as a excuse as a cover, yeah, for you just not wanting to do this stuff or whatever. He's like, you're 600 pounds. Of course, you're going to be in pain. Yeah, like, <laughs> which I'll be. I mean, I'm at the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life, and I'm in pain, so I get it. Uh, but not really a lot of pain, but enough pain to no. know that whatever's creating. The things in my body are due to my own, <laughs> you know. But there so. are things that you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, that's why his exercises in his book and things are for people who can do them in bed, and mm-hmm. you know, there's all kinds of things. The physical therapist is coming to your house and showing you these things, and you know, you're just not doing them because you don't want to. Yeah. This so woman, is- spoiler alert, gains weight at each subsequent appointment instead of losing Mm -hmm. she keeps gaining she keeps getting those tastes man like (laughs) yeah and then we see her meeting with dr paradise and she says she wants to know why it was so easy for her father to walk away Mm -hmm. so dr paradise says she needs to face her past which is what every single person that's in this position needs to do yeah um so she's back from houston for a week and she says she has to cut back on her food intake so she decided to do some journaling, which I'm like, okay, well, maybe we're going in the right direction now. Right. Seen, you saw Dr. Paradise. You saw her open up with Dr. Paradise. He did mm-hmm. a really good job. Like she was seemed receptive to therapy. So I had high and hopes. And then no. Nope. <laughs> she goes in for her three-month checkup. And again, she says she has bad <laughs> leg pain. That's so bad. She feels as though she's going to pass out. So they're uh-huh. in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. They're in the hospital now now with doctor now and she's she's like look look at my swelling and my legs and ankles and again he's like well you're up to 642 pounds now so this is due to your weight gain 
But finally, Dr. Now is like, okay, we got to keep her in here. We're going to keep we, her in the hospital. We got to check for her. In a controlled yeah. environment to get her to lose some weight and to create some sort of momentum. <laughs> Which series not going to do for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen so many episodes in the past of, you know, family members bringing in food. And we don't mm-hmm. see that from her fiance because she ends up losing weight in the hospital. Yeah. So, because you know how many times we've seen that people stay oh, yeah. the same weight or gain weight while they're in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so... She's on a controlled diet, which she absolutely hates the food. She argues with the dietitians, calling it dog food. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't eat this. I don't eat this. I don't eat this. Super picky. (laughs) You didn't eat that. You're going to have to now. Like, you have to change the way you eat, you know? (laughs) Yep. So she's arguing with PT, saying her body hurts too much to work out. But she's not eating the dog food or whatever. Right. Meat or something two weeks of being on the controlled diet she's at 594 pounds which i think was like a 40 pound like weight loss or something pound which loss. is yeah. exactly what dr now was saying in a month you should lose between like 60 to 70 maybe 80 pounds she's right on track on the controlled diet so <laughs> which i think it was funny she's talking about how she doesn't eat beans and <laughs> i have <laughs> kaya eats every bean edamame uh chickpeas lentils everything lentils aren't beans but whatever she right she eats everything (laughs) and like people give their kids like chips and stuff to snack on i give kaya literally beans she will eat black beans yeah yeah she loves it it's you know i'm like okay it's good carb it's protein like yeah but she's like they are good protein black beans great protein right right those are good protein and black yeah i mean i was a vegan so like before i mean i would eat that for protein for sure Um, i'm always trying to get more protein in so (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know what i'm like how can you hate um beans you can do everything with beans you can season them you can do i mean there's so much but she's in the hospital so it's not good enough for her but then i was laughing because she was like the bed is uncomfortable it's cold and he's like you're you're not in a hotel you're in a hospital yeah but i did (laughs) I read on a controlled diet where you refuse to eat the food and right this is not the white lotus but you still haven't watched that show Um, (laughs) but i was laughing because someone on reddit was like well our uh billing system and our hospital just the whole healthcare in america is crazy she's like she's paying more well the state whoever she's on if she's on your insurance is paying way more than you would be if you went to a resort by being in the hospital (laughs) for For the pain for those those meals that you're not eating right you know like a band-aid's like 20 bucks in the hospital probably so (laughs) here's a plate of beans some some fucking premium ass beans eat them (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's beans oh my god and then a doctor now says her echo shows in her fourth chamber of her heart is overstrained. It's overstrained due to her weight. No shocker there. No shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what do we think happens, everyone? She gets out of the hospital and we see her playing with her goddaughter outside. Well, I shouldn't say playing, more like sitting in a wheelchair watching her goddaughter play. Mm-hmm. Um, and Virgie, the caretaker, is outside trying to work with her to move her, move around more and whatnot. And, you know, she doesn't normally do any of this stuff. This is just the one time for filming, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I have, again, high hopes. I'm like, okay, great. She's out. She's saying she's working out all day. No, she's not. I know, but I had hopes. I was optimistic. (laughs) Fast forward, we're in month eight. She goes back to see doctor now with her fiance. 
So she was at 594 at the hospital and doctor now wanted her to lose another 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. What was her weigh in when she went to Dr. Now's? It was 599. So she gained five pounds from getting out of the hospital. Yeah. And of course, all the she weight says, that she lost in the hospital, <clears throat> not eating the beans and that kind of meat, which is AKA meat that's not fried. <laughs> yeah. And she says, it doesn't make any sense. It can't be right. The so. scale is broken. Mm-hmm. The scale is lying. No, the scale doesn't lie. People I do. didn't poop. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will say, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when I go to the doctor, I'm always five pounds heavier at the doctor's scale than my own personal scale. The, the scales are always calibrated differently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Plus, I always sure. tell people if you weigh yourself in the morning, mm-hmm. you're usually a little bit lighter. Yeah. Yep. After your first morning pee. Before you no, take it just in, has to do with the fluid and where it is in your body, right? Um, yeah. before you take in all of your your my morning meds and, <laughs> and fluids and yep, all that. Yeah. So this was an unsuccessful six hundred pound life story. So I decided to check her out on Reddit and I started going down that rabbit hole while trying to tight this up. And I saw her Facebook. She it says that she's a hairstylist and she's opening up her own salon. So that got me thinking, like, how is she going to stand? I mean, you know, Lauren's a hair. I mean, you're on your feet all day as a hairstylist. So you just wheel around them. I guess like you just put the seat. She's really not low. actually doing these things. No, she I mean, that, no, she really is like the salon is opening up. Apparently. Yeah, no, I don't. I refuse to believe it. They always just say this. Her stuff, husband, or now the fiance is now her husband and he was tagging the salon. Now, I didn't go all the way down to those links, but Yeah. So, of course, she goes on to put on a Facebook a big profile status saying, uh, don't believe everything you see on TV. You know, the usual stuff, which I do agree with some of that. Um, well, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. What does it say? Uh, uh, people are praying for her. She's basically saying, don't be negative on my profile. Yada yada. Only God can judge me. It's always that. It's always only God can judge me. I know what I'm doing. I know how far I've come. And and seen as or in a park. It's always that way. Here they couldn't get her to a park, so they just went outside the house. <laughs> um, I'm about to text you guys. Oh, oh, that was aggressive. Sorry. And loud. What? I just hit the microphone and it was oh. really loud. I didn't mean to <laughs> blow your ears out. Punching us like that. I know, right? Am I bad? <laughs> but it was funny. I was like, maybe I should just message her and see if she'll get on the come on the podcast. I can imagine, man. They're not usually very happy after their show. I wouldn't um, be. Yeah, and it's yeah, funny how the, many like public lawsuits are out there if people oh, still yeah. apply to be on. Oh, I was talking. It always with, gets me. I was talking your life away with those agreements. I have actually read a lot of most of those lawsuits, um, the public paperwork in Texas on them. I've read many, many of them. Um, and I actually have a summary of it somewhere. Um, but they, um, most of them are for like, uh, mental anguish caused by exploiting, um, which there could be some truth in that, although the contracts are pretty, I'm sure are pretty, you know, they we're gonna we're gonna make you look stupid. Yeah. Um 
and, and you know, you sign away these things for, you know, r- special writers to be naked and all this stuff. But um, uh, there was some about the not paying the the medical associated with it. Mm. Um, and it's hard to know what all the details that could be, you know, what is, what is included in the contract? What is, you know, what did they agree to? What are you trying to say that they're not paying for? You know, that could go either way. I have no idea, you know, if they are or aren't paying what they're supposed to pay. Cause I have to see the contracts and I, those are not available, um, publicly. So, um, so there's a lot of that, that kind of thing. Um, and it's like the same attorney is handling them all. So they're all like it's standard what we call boilerplate language, you know, and like, okay, we're going to do emotional distress. We're going to do financial, you know, and you just pull and cut and paste that language of, okay, Mm. we're doing these on this one. We're doing this. This person only has these things, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they fill them in. So I don't know what the latest is. That was a couple of years ago that I read those. So Interesting. (laughs) <laughs> Although I can't share my contract. No, you cannot. It. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they not. would get the short end of the stick, right? Because like yeah. in 90 days, they don't pay for their airfare and all that shit of the visa. So it's kind of like they're there just to document this journey that you're going on. They may get you like the connections that aren't going to pay for it. Well, I, I, I would assume that there's some, you know, the, 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 the surgeries included, like they're not going to make you pay for the surgery you know, like Dr. Now's time, you know, like you may have to pay these other fees. Um, a lot of them are on like Medicaid and disability and things like that. So they don't need the show to pay for them. I mean, they're on disability. Well, I'm saying like that, if the then, insurance covers it, because right. Dr. Now is going to make sure that it's medically necessary. Right. right. Of course. Right. Yeah. And um, so I'm sure, you know, he donates his time or, you know, cut rate, you know, there's, it's not, you know, the... Um, they're not char- being charged full price for all of this stuff, and they probably like we talk about like the project, the production apartments, right? There's probably an offset, or we can get you in here. You know, they have a deal with the apartment complex or something, and like corporate apartments, we have these, and when you're in town, you know, you can get these. Like, we'll we'll take your whatever your payment whatever your section eight housing amount is or you know or something like that will give you this kind of allowance for your housing you know because the guys last week they freaking bought a house because they were going to like live there and then flip it and then sell like so like they didn't move into the productions apartments and this woman only lived four hours away so she didn't have to move there either but when they do move there so many of them will move into these same apartments so i've always assumed that part of these contracts with the pe- with the people that are going to get the surgery and stuff is you know all of a lot of that stuff is included but somebody... i mean they definitely want to make a tv show so they're going to do whatever they need to do to make that happen and right. if that means trying right. to figure out how to support dr now's salary from tlc probably more than offsets whatever losses he may have from doing i don't think he, there's any losses on his end exactly exactly and then um like as far as like if you're asserting oh they didn't pay what they said they were going to pay it, it it depends what they said they were going to pay and what you're claiming is related because say that we're, we're going to pay these very specific things like we, you're not going to be responsible for any of your treatment at the hospital 
but you are responsible for, or, you know, or, or your therapy, but you will be responsible for, you know, if you choose to have skin removal from a different doctor, like you're going to be responsible for that. So say, say the contract says that, and they go and get their skin removal from another doctor and then try to have TLC pay for it. Oh, you're supposed to pay for my skin, you know, my skin removal is related to the surgery. Well, no, the contract specifically says only if Dr. Now does it. If you go outside, then you have to pay. You know, I have no idea, but I'm just throwing out possibilities. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. That's what I know. That's it. That's all yeah. I know. Interesting. No idea. It'll be interesting to find out. Yeah. Dive into it, but... I don't know the 600 pound people every show except for like 90 day usually keeps their fucking mouth shut the what keeps their mouth shut so you mm, can't yeah. even get like info from them yeah they don't leak sure, you don't want to talk they're like no nope they do not leak like, damn you must actually be getting paid fuck <laughs> <laughs> and you know they're on one episode maybe a follow-up whereas a whole season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where we can I've see accumulated, yeah, being used, abu- abused, thrown away, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so so that's how that episode ends. <laughs> he fires her. He basically yep. said, "You're not in the program anymore, and that's it. <laughs> Stop coming back." Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And from what it looks like on her social media, she says she's lost some weight, but she doesn't go into detail. So I'm assuming she really hasn't. I feel hard to tell when they self-report it. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. sure thing. Just like she self-reported that she doesn't cheat on the diet and she doesn't eat very much food, even though we saw platters and platters of platters of food in front of her. Like we legitimately saw platters of food. (laughs) She's like, I don't eat that much. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people are in denial, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with that uh, That particular... We've all been there in somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's not that bad. And you look back at the, the pile of fucking shit. You're like, okay, maybe it's one Amazon box a night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe that guy was kind of a douchebag. You're like, the Amazon <laughs> guy knows you by name and brings you your coffee order in the morning. Like, okay, don't <laughs> judge me, okay? Uh, I need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a need, not a want. All right. Ooh, I'm yawning. Okay, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Lexi, for taking us through all of Fat Friday. Yes, I felt and- so guided. I oh. did. I felt so guided. Thank oh, you. You're very welcome, ladies. Very welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you next time. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore.
Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.